0: You are listening to Keeping It Israel, brought to you by First Century Foundations. This podcast explores how your Christian faith is connected to Israel and why standing with Israel matters. Now here's your host, executive director of First Century Foundations, Jeff Feuders.
1: Well, hello there and welcome to Jerusalem, Israel. We are doing a podcast today. Right here in Jerusalem, and uh, I'm happy to have my good friend Bill Pranker joining me. Bill, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so happy. I'm happy to be with you anywhere, but to be with you in Jerusalem, come on. Does it get much better? It does not get much better than this. It really does. Yeah, it's really great to to be able to be here and to be able to be here together. I like it when, uh, you know, we happen to cross paths here. It's happened from time to time. But uh, anyway, Bill, we're going to talk today about a number of things, but I want to ask you first... Um, because I know, I know you come often yeah. to Israel. Why do you come? What's the draw? Well, I have an addictive personality. Okay. I got addicted to Jews. But we came,
2: um, I, like I never even, growing up, never even dreamed of being able to come. It wasn't oh. up. And then, you know, ministry. And in 1972, um, uh, I was ministering in Toronto, and a friend of mine, who was working as a television agent, booking time on TV stations, brought a friend with his travel agent. And he said um, he does these tours to Israel. And he he was trying to promote it as a business opportunity for the ministry, which I thought that's offensive. But I thought, you know, it'd be neat to take people to Israel. And so probably in 1973, we came Mm -hmm. and just, Put it out there. I think eighty-six people came the first time. We had no idea what we're doing, but the guides did, and the did. Right. And uh, when I got here to Jerusalem, Jeff, it was—I mean, I can't explain. I felt like I'd come home. Mm. And I'm trying to figure this out. Like, I think doesn't look like home, doesn't smell like home, doesn't sound like home, but I feel like I'm home. It's, yeah. There's a spiritual thing here, mm-hmm. and because um, this is his city. And when we left, I said to my wife, Glenn, I feel homesick. Yeah. And she said, well, you're going to have to come back. And I think, you know, 51 times later or something. Wow. I keep coming. And each time I come, my life is impacted more. Mm-hmm. You know, because I meet so many people who say, I don't have to go there. I mean, Jesus is everywhere. And he is. But I fall in love with him every time I come here, seeing how intentionally he was. Appreciating the sacrifice of the three years. Right. You know, traveling, like we travel in nice vehicles. He walked. Exactly. And through
1: hills and valleys. And um, so I love Israel. Yeah. Well, to be fair, you've been doing some walking though as well. You guys like to hike when you come. And, yeah. Well, I, all the tours we brought, I always said, you know, we drive
2: by and they point out Mount Tabor, the Mount Transfiguration, way in distance. I said to my wife, One day I'm going to walk that. I'm going to hike that. Jesus did. And she smiled, you know, and the wife smiled. And and then we'd drive by where the caves were and up there. So we David, one day I want to go up there. And so a few years ago, I thought, Well, one day should come soon because the clock's ticking here, you know. (laughs) (laughs) And and, um, so probably about, I don't know, maybe seven, eight years ago, I came with just um, three other guys. And uh, we did it. And um, like Mount Tabor from a distance looks like a nice hill. <laughs> Quarter way up. This is a mountain. And um, I didn't know whether it's was going to make it or not. My yeah. my PA at the time said, well, Bill, you don't have to do this. I said, are you kidding? It's my dream. I'll do it if it kills me. And he said, it looks like it is. And I <laughs> sat in an orange, had some water, and got up. And um, just, you know, being here with Jesus is uh, just phenomenal i love it and to me there's life in the air yeah. i just breathe in the air i come every year i do one of these trips and then um i just go home revived and just feel ready to take on the world again so yeah. there's something about this place you know that jeff that um people you can't even explain it no you have to experience it and uh, uh, it's worth it's worth coming. It's worth sacrificing to come. Yeah,
1: very very true. And you know, you talked about that feeling of being at home. Yeah, and uh, I, that's not everyone's experience, but it was also my experience the first time I came. The first time I came, I wasn't really expecting much, yeah. honestly. And uh, I remember arriving and just feeling different, yeah. even even in at the airport in Tel Aviv. And and then we began to travel to all these places where Jesus yeah. was and to listen to the stories again and stand on the places. And I was like. Oh my goodness, like, yeah. this, is, this is real. Yeah. And uh, I had the opportunity on, on this last tour, just last month, to be able to bring uh, my son for wow. the very first time and have him experience all of that with us as well. It was uh, just an incredible, incredible time. Well, um, you know, Jeff, we brought each,
2: we had four kids, and when they were young, we brought each one of them separately Yes. So we're not going to bring them all together because Israel's got enough problems. But, so we'll, we'll, bring, <laughs> we'll bring one at a time. And um, and we wanted to be able to focus on them. Yeah. Um, each one of our kids grew up, and they still to this day, they're all grandparents now, but they're right. serve, all serving God. And I attribute to some of that to coming here mm-hmm. because even as kids, they were able to realize that the stories in the Bible are not fairy tales you take you can take them where david killed Goliath. Right. You can yeah. take them where Jesus yeah. That's right. multiplied the fishes and, and and the bread. And I mean these are places and this is this is where this happened. Mm-hmm. And and it impacted their life, you know I mean and as kids, I mean the highlights were riding on a camel or steering the boat in the Sea of Galilee, but something happened inside. Yeah. And and so I think to bring Bring kids, uh, bring family. It's 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 mm-hmm. it's worth any
1: investment really. Well my son was actually talking to me the other day. That's we just good. we just came through. Yeah, it's nice yeah. when he does that. We'd just come through Holy Week, yes, you know, yes. Easter and he said to me, Dad, he said, you know, um, I've been to church Easter Sunday all my life, yeah. but he said, This year it was so different. Yeah. He said, I was I was thinking about visiting, you know, Golgotha, thinking about seeing the empty tomb and running all of those things through my brain. And it really does totally change how you uh, think about the Bible, how you read the Bible. And um, this is a great opportunity to stop and just say to people, listen, uh, you know, you heard it right here from Bill. It's worth it. It's worth it to sacrifice and get here, be on a tour. We've got Two coming up next year, one in uh, April, mid-April, and one in June. And our tour in June is going to be really fun because we're actually bringing kind of a studio audience with us, mm. and we're going to we're going to tape our TV show Brilliant. with our tour participants. And uh, so that'll be one that we're doing from from Mount Hermon all the way to Elat, and from the Jordan River all the way across to the, the Mediterranean. We're doing wow. the whole country in wow. fifteen days. That is so. Good. And so yeah, if you want to be a part of that, you should you should come. But anyway, it, it, it does it. It, you know, the
2: saying is it brings the Bible to life. But it does. absolutely so many passages I read for years, you know, what well, Jesus went from here to there. But you, once you've been here, you never read that mm-hmm. way without pausing and picturing. Yeah. You know? I mean, that was that was major. That's right. That was that was all uphill. That was these mountains. I yeah. mean, one of the places that gets me is Caesarea Philippi, the mm-hmm. gates of hell. He takes his disciples from Galilee up there you know, it's an hour drive or something, but massive, massive walk with all these hills because he's gonna ask the question, who do people say I am? And standing right there where they called the gates of hell, where they're sacrificing, where yeah. the Jews avoid it, he goes there and says the gates of hell are not gonna prevail. Yeah, Just he had a to,
1: declaration yeah. to make right it, in it, the middle of cult it's central. And so
2: intentional. And yeah. so it, it, like many of the people that came on tours with us, uh, were retired pastors in that, mm-hmm. and they loved. This has been their dream, and they'd saved up. The, but I thought, if only they could have come exactly. at the beginning of their ministry, their ministry would have been different. Yeah, um, there would be more passion, more detail, more um, in, interest mm-hmm. in the whole thing. And uh, yeah. but, but most don't do that,
1: you know. Right.
2: Well. We're working on that. Are you? We are. I'll talk to you about oh, that later. Okay, because Guy, I thought if, if it could be incorporated in a Bible college, you know, to come for months or whatever,
1: I mean, it, uh, am I hitting something? I don't you're, listen, you're bang on, but. Be, because it would, it would change your ministry. Yeah, yeah. We've actually got a program called First Century Adventures that um, we worked out with the Bible College with masters in Peterborough. And. Um, it was going to be a course, a Bible college course, as well as a tour experience that uh, would be subsidized for the students to be able to come. That's
2: brilliant.
1: And um, we've had to cancel it three times now. Uh, the first one because of COVID and then the second two uh, related to that. Right. But uh, we're still working on it. That's we're really still trying good. to pull one together. That's wonderful. And uh, the only problem is the subsidy is getting a little more expensive every time <laughs> every, every time we wait. So uh, anyway. Well, people say, you know, is going to Israel
2: is expensive. Well, everything is expensive. going anywhere. Is expensive. Everything's going up. So That's right. You That's have right. to figure that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, we this this is all good stuff for us to talk about. But I want to talk a little bit about the tour that uh, Sharon and I are embarking on in June that will culminate in September in Mississauga at our Israel, Canada, Israel prayer watch right. summit. And um, you're going to be one of our guests there. As, looking forward to it. As is Wayne Hillsden and... Uh, we are really feeling that the Lord has asked us this year to raise awareness and call attention to this problem of anti-Semitism. Mm. It's a, a huge problem in the world, and of course, when we're here, uh, it's it's almost magnified to a certain degree because of the terrorism yes, that yes. Uh, that we see and, and know that is happening. But even at home, even at home, the numbers are staggering. Uh, from 21 to 22, violent anti-Semitic incidents. Mm. Uh, Grew seven hundred percent. know in that time frame, and this is in our country, in in Canada that you know that we're proud to be a part of, and that is a you know a free country. But but anti-Semitic attitudes are growing in our yeah. world. It's, it's unbelievable to me
2: that after all we've gone through in history, in Canada's. Uh, Stance during the war was terrible one is too many we Mm. turned boats away so people died actually uh we could have helped we could have saved um reason there has to be an israel because if there wasn't israel during then they would have had a place to come no place to come but i i I mean i can't possibly understand how there can be this anti-semitic thing but it's rampant in, his, in Canada. And, and, you know, when we came here, and this is not a political thing, but when we came, when Prime Minister Harper was Prime Minister, yes. uh, when people, I'd meet people young and old and say, oh, you're from America? and no, I'm from Canada. Almost every one of us stand at attention and say, yeah. Stephen Harper is our That's best right. friend. And he was. And when Canada, as a government, supported Israel... Canada was blessed. We were number yeah. one in the G seven, number one G twenty in economics. It was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, when the government changed, we turned our back, literally, on Israel, and look at the mess we're in. Yeah. I mean, you can trace, as you know, the rise and fall of any nation, right? How they how they acted and treated Israel. Mm-hmm. It's very simple. Some pastors tell me I don't get involved in Israel. I'm not in politics. This is Bible. Right. If you bless Israel, you're going to be blessed. That's right. I was walking the Western Wall, and this Orthodox man came and stopped me. Are you a Jew? I said, no, sir, I'm a Christian. Why are you here? I said, I'm here because I'm very selfish. Really? I said, our scriptures tell us if we bless Israel, we'll be blessed. We bless the people, we'll be blessed. So I'm here to pray for Israel, pray for the people, and see how I can bless. And he put his arm around me, and he walked me to the wall said, <laughs> pray. <laughs> and, I love that. And I think what you're doing, Jeff, on this tour, if there's ever been a need for this, it's now. Mm. We have to. The church has to wake up. I mean, we don't expect. The others maybe to get it, but the church has to get it mm-hmm. that we have an obligation before God Absolutely. to support Israel, to bless Israel, and stop this stuff that is so demonic, the anti-Semitic thing. It's always been. I mean, you trace it back from, you know, whether Esther or before, I mean, Moses, has always been mm-hmm. a plot to take the Jews off. Right. And they can't do it. They can't. You know, one of my favorite things, go through Yad Vashem, the Holocaust Museum. It's dark. It's, it's You see the history. But you come out onto the balcony. It opens up over the hills with the new settlements and the sun shining. It's like, they didn't do it. Yeah, We're right. alive. We're that's well. Right. But I think what you're doing on this tour is very, very important. very significant. And I know God's going to bless it. I know that, it, I mean, he's going to raise up people that are going to start standing with Israel and and we're going to see the spirit of anti-Semitic the anti-Semitic spirit just broken
1: in Amen. our nation. We have to. Amen. Amen. So thank you for doing it because it's well doing this stuff isn't easy. It's not easy, but it's it's something you know. It, it came out of really our, our team meeting together back in December and, and just a time of, of prayer and worship where the Lord spoke to us very strongly about this. And you know, God says in the Old Testament, Israel is my firstborn son. Yeah. You know, when he when he spoke to Moses and said, "Go to Pharaoh and this is what you tell him: Israel is my firstborn son." Yeah. <laughs> (laughs) And, you know, we believe very strongly that as as believers in the Jewish Messiah— uh, you know, for you watching, Jesus was Jewish, just in case you, you we've forgotten. But, but as believers in the Jewish Messiah, that we need to stand in solidarity with yeah. our Jewish yeah. brothers and sisters, yes. because they are our brothers and yes, sisters. They are. And because the Bible prophetically says that they will turn, they will yes. come yeah. Yeah. to know Yeshua as their own Messiah. And we just really believe that of all people, the church, believers in Jesus, need to take a stand. Mm-hmm. You can feel politically, whatever you feel about Israel, um, you know, that Israel doesn't do everything absolutely right. However, you know, Jesus says, and the Bible says, God says, Israel is the apple of my eye. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, we love, we love to quote Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. Oh, I know the plans <laughs> yes. I have for you, says the Lord, the plans to prosper you, give you hope in a future. We love that verse. But God said that to Israel, that that was about God's plans for Israel. Yeah. It's, it's OK that we, yeah, yeah, yeah. That we yeah. uh, you know, use it uh, to to uh, have faith ourselves. Yeah. But it's God's promise to yes. the to the Jewish people. And we really, really believe. And, and what we want to do, uh, I mean, we're asking people to sign a pledge. Mm-hmm. You can actually go to our website right now and, and sign the pledge it's uh, firstcenturyfoundations.com slash IPW Canada and click on sign the pledge. You I'll can, be signing it. You can do it there. And um, we're hoping that that not just as we go across the country from church to yeah. church and community to community, but we're also hoping that online thousands yes. will yes. join us in this pledge of solidarity. Yeah. And you can read the entire pledge there. And we want to present this to Uh, local municipal governments. We want to present it to our provincial government and to the federal government if we can get an opportunity to do so. And so that's what this is all about. And we're just really, really excited and excited to have you a part of our our closing evening. It's going to be wonderful. It's going to be great. But it's so important.
2: And the timing, I think, is so significant. that. Mm -hmm. I mean, the whole world's in a crisis, you know, and, and uh, somebody said when the church loses its voice, the world loses its mind. And we've seen that happen. And, yeah. and we've got to wake up and yeah. we've got to get back. And and yeah, I mean, I don't even understand the politics here in Israel. They're, they're a mess like they are everywhere. Right. But um, I understand the promises of God this So we pray for the peace of Jerusalem and we pray for Israel and mm-hmm. we stand with them and believe that God's going to keep his promise as he does for them. But he uses people.
1: Yes, and, he uh, does.
2: And I think that people here are understanding more and more that they've got some friends and they're Christians. Yeah. And uh, and Christians that care and love. And that's going to grow. And I believe it's going to be an army raised up in Canada. They're going Amen. to say we stand with you and stand
1: with Israel. So thank you for doing this. Well, we're just happy to be used and and trying to be obedient. But, you know, I want you to know if you're watching, you're listening, uh, we encourage you to find out where we're going to be in your communities, um, in your area. We've got stuff that's being booked even as we speak. While I'm here in uh, Jerusalem this week, I'm still talking to churches and pastors back home. But uh, God is going to bring believers together, and we're going to have powerful times of prayer and intercession for Israel and against anti-Semitism. We believe that we can call this out in the spirit Because it's the spirit. Absolutely. And uh, pray against this so that uh, as believers we we take our stand and take our place. And you know what? It it won't be just about praying. Taking a stand means calling it out when you see it happening as well. Call out hatred and and stand up to people that are that are uh, being derogatory about Jewish people and about mm-hmm. Israel. That's what th- this really is going to be about. Yes. And so um, we're excited. Mm-hmm. We're excited to see what the Lord's going to do. Mm-hmm. And I uh, just believe that this is going to be a great, great season for, you know, for first century foundations yes. for our ministry. Yes. Yes. But more importantly, that, uh, that we will be able to rally believers mm-hmm. together. You know, the church, sadly, Um, in the early church, very responsible for much of the anti-Semitism that we know about and and that has grown from that point until today. I always found it super ironic, you know, that the Jerusalem Council was about the big question of, oh, we have all these Gentiles that want to be you know, want to be part of the way? What are we going to do about yeah, that, yeah. right? Yeah. And and so the Jewish leaders get together and they say, oh, it's okay. Well, it's okay. So it seems okay to the Holy Spirit yeah, and to yeah, us. You know, yeah. there's just a couple of things that they'll have yeah, to. Yeah. And then 300 years later, the big question in the church is, should we allow these Jewish believers to continue to be Jewish or not? I know. I know. Right? Yeah. And of course, you know, the, what the answer was? No, we don't want anything to do with Jews, yeah. Jewish traditions. Yeah. We they can't uh, celebrate the feast. If they want yeah. to be Christian, they have to convert. They have to. Yeah. So, so this is where the roots of this stem from. And of course, all through history, that's very complicated, isn't it? Very, very complicated. <laughs> so, we just really believe that uh, that we need to make the church aware yeah. and understand that uh, that this is a, a problem. And as you do, God's going to yeah. bless you in your ministry. You know that. Amen. Uh, Amen. Well, we we believe, you know, again, we just want to be obedient and we're going to culminate this on September the 24th, which is Yom Kippur at uh, we'll start at three o'clock in the afternoon. We have some um, ministries we hope that will come and set up uh, Israel based ministries that will have booths in the foyer at Portico Community Church in Mississauga. And then um, we've got a couple of uh, documentary screenings that will happen in the afternoon and then at six o'clock in the evening. Our main event yeah. with uh, keynote speaker Wayne Hilsden and yourself both sharing, and we're going to have some anointed worship and and times of of uh, really I, focused excited. intercessory yeah. prayer. We're and really break through breakthrough time for yeah. Canada for the church, Amen, and for Israel. Yeah, exactly. Amen. <laughs> well, we're looking forward to it, Bill, and we're really happy Thank that you. you're going to be involved. And um, I don't know if you want to you want to just say something to the camera and invite people to come and be a part of that. Well, come
2: next year in Jerusalem. Come with them to Jerusalem. But uh, you need to be part, wherever you're living, in Canada, uh, to these meetings because it's very significant. Get in on what God's doing. God's going to bless you. Bless your family. It's it's significant. So, So get in on it. Jump in on it. And this is a ministry that you can trust and you can support and partner with in any way. But and once again, we go back to the thing. You really should come to Israel and coming with these folks. You're going to get the whole thing, the whole package. So we think this is a great day, but it's going to get better. <laughs> well, we're going to make you earn your coffee even more. Why don't you pray for us? Father, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Here in Jerusalem, we thank you that we can pray for everybody right now that's watching. We thank you for the anointing, for the power of your spirit that's right there where they are. And we speak to you right now. We declare life more abundantly to you. We speak healing for your family, restoration, and the blessing of God all over you. In the name of Jesus, we just declare that this is your day for breakthrough. And we pray for Canada right now, that Canada will experience a shaking of the power of God yes. and the church will rise up thank you, and Lord. bless Israel and bless the people. And we pray for this wonderful ministry. And we thank you, God, for your hand on their life, that you've raised them up for this hour. And we say to you, Jeff, who knows, but you've come to the kingdom for such a time as this. So in the name of Jesus, we bless you. Amen
1: and amen. Amen. Well, there's the bell. Saved by the bell. I guess uh, <laughs> it's, we're yeah, out of time. Yeah, okay, we get it. Bill, thank you so much for being with us on the podcast today. And thank you for joining us. God bless you.
0: Shalom, and thank you for listening to Keeping It Israel. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it and consider supporting us to keep the conversation going. And just so you know, you can watch this podcast on our First Century Foundations YouTube channel, where you will find all of our Keeping It Israel interviews and much more from First Century Foundations. So don't forget to subscribe. First Century Foundations exists to turn hearts around the world toward the land, people, and God of Israel. We support over 70 ministries in Israel who are doing an incredible work on behalf of the Kingdom of God. In so many different ways. We also take tours to Israel and we would love to have you join us. Please visit FirstCenturyFoundations.com to learn more about the work we do and how you can stay connected. Until next time, from all of us at First Century Foundations, God bless you and God bless Israel.